0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: Later this year, research has revealed Illinois' favorite breakfast cereal. IllinoisBet.com analyzed Google searches of the country's well-known cereal brands to find out Illinois' favorites. Rice Krispies led the way with almost 82,000 searches in the past year. Cheerios came in second. Lucky Charms third. In other news, it's Friday. For more content, visit now
2: Could he be the first former president indicted? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Donald Trump under more scrutiny in New York City, though, as he runs for president again, he insists on social media he did absolutely nothing wrong, and it's a witch hunt.
3: The Manhattan District Attorney's Office has invited former President Trump to testify before the grand jury. The investigation centers around alleged hush money payments. Trump's former attorney, Michael Cohen, says he paid to two women who said they had affairs with Trump before he was a presidential candidate. Cohen pleaded guilty to a number of federal charges, including violating campaign finance rules over paying the money to the women, which he said Trump reimbursed
2: him. That's Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. Republicans say President Biden's budget plan will go nowhere in the House. Speaker Kevin McCarthy tells Fox Business. The worst part about this, it's so unserious, but it's unserious at the wrong moment in time.
1: The president plans to bring the deficit down by raising taxes on the wealthy and corporations by $4.7 trillion over a decade.
4: Anybody who thinks our present federal tax system is fair, raise your hand.
5: The House Republican leadership calculation, quote, for every dollar the federal government takes in, we spend $1.29. Under CBO's new projection, that number will go up to average $1.34 over the next 10 years. The Fox's Peter Doocy, he
2: didn't deserve it that from the father of one of the two Americans murdered in Mexico been trying
5: to make sense out of it for a whole week you know just, just restless couldn't sleep couldn't eat crazy to see your own child
2: you know taken from you in such a Wait. The bodies of James Woodard's son, Shaid, and Zendel Brown were returned to the U.S. yesterday. Their two friends who survived the kidnapping are freed back in the U.S. The drug cartel responsible wrote a letter of apology that included a photo of five guys tied up. It says have been turned over to authorities. In Germany, authorities say it's now down to six people murdered at a shooting rampage at a Jehovah's Witnesses place of worship. An unborn baby also died. The mother survived. The gunman killed himself. America's listening to Fox News.
4: David in Pennsylvania writes in to tell us about his experience with Relief Factor. I tried Relief Factor for hip pain and was surprised that it also helped relieve my shoulder and foot discomfort. After taking it for a month, I stopped. And sure enough, the pain returned. So I started taking Relief Factor again. And within a week, the pain was relieved. I'm now taking Relief Factor daily. Well, thank you, David. You know, I've heard your story before. People stopping and then starting again because it works. As you all know... I had trouble with aches and pains and climbing steps was brutal. Your first step to living the life you love, free from aches and pains, could just be to order the 3-week quick start for the highly discounted price of 19.95. After trying Relief Factor, over half a million people have gone on to order more. Try it for yourself and see what all these people are talking about. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's 800 relief Live your best life and feel the difference with Relief Factor.
2: Texas killed a killer last night, though Arthur Brown Jr. insisted till his final breath he did not murder four people during a 1992 drug robbery. Brown's last words before getting a lethal injection, this isn't justice, it's the murder of an innocent man. And he insisted courts blocked him from proving it. In New York City, a prisoner was set free after the Brooklyn DA acknowledged Sheldon Thomas is innocent. After serving 18 years behind bars for a murder he did not commit, Thomas was arrested and prosecuted after a witness identified Sheldon Thomas But it was a different person with the same name, a mistake the D.A. says was concealed and then overlooked. In South Carolina...
1: Lawyers for Alec Murdoch filing a notice to appeal his convictions and sentences for the murders of his wife Maggie and son Paul. A judge sentencing the 63-year-old to two life sentences last week after a jury found him guilty of fatally shooting his family members in June of 2021. The trial lasting six weeks, but deliberations lasting about three hours. It's unclear when the appeal would take place.
2: That's Fox's Kristen Goodwin. One of Murdoch's lawyers insists it was not a fair trial. Later this hour, we'll get a key update on the economy.
0: February's jobs data will give investors more insight into the impact that higher interest rates are having on the labor market. Economists are expecting that employers added 205,000 new jobs during the month.
2: That would be a hiring slowdown from the more than half million jobs in January.
0: The unemployment rate is expected to hold steady at 3.4%. Fed Chair Jerome Powell has said that February's jobs figures, along with next week's inflation data, will strongly influence the central bank's rate decision at its upcoming March policy meeting.
2: That's Fox's Hillary Barsky on Wall Street ahead of the Fed and the jobs. We have stock futures falling. Coming off yesterday's big sell-off when the Dow plunged more than 500 points. I'm Dave Anthony and this is Fox News.
6: Milliken University is committed to making sure every student has access to a private education at an affordable cost. With this commitment, Milliken provides a personalized financial aid package to every admitted student. To receive your personalized award, just complete the free Milliken application for admission and file your FAFSA. Upon acceptance, Milliken's team will work one-on-one with you to provide a competitive financial aid package that is tailored to fit your needs. Submit your application to Millikan University today at millican.edu slash apply.
7: Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, we've got a slight chance of rain and snow showers after 4 p.m. It'll be cloudy with a high near 40. Tonight, a slight chance of rain and snow showers, mostly cloudy, low around 29. For Saturday, 40% chance of rain afternoon, mostly cloudy, high at 44. And Sunday, mostly cloudy, high near 44 as well. Current temperature in downtown Decatur sits at 34 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.06.
8: We have a 7th grader in studio and her teacher from Dennis Lab School, District 61. It's going to be a fun half hour. I love kids.
3: Buyers and Company, WSLY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecay.com.
8: Welcome back to Buyers and Company. Second hour, I'm Kevin Brohini with Nick Smith. Nick, that city manager is a sharp guy, isn't he?
7: You got to know so much to be able to... to Shale underneath the city. It's a very interesting, uh, if not dry, topic to learn about. I mean, the science that goes into this... uh, the, the the magnitude of understanding how safe it is and and the uh, impact potentially for decades and centuries beyond, it, it's, it's a great science.
8: Yeah, but in order to have a healthy city, um, your main, like in my job, I got to generate insurance, uh, selling insurance. And his job, he has to generate jobs for this community. Some leave, you got to get some more to come back in. and To get manufacturing back in this community, you know, 21st century manufacturing would be huge. And I think that's what he's talking about. As dry as it is, it's more important for Decatur than anything
7: we could do outside of the schools, in my opinion. Yeah, I would say the idea that uh, we've heard of Silicon Valley or Silicon Prairie, and you see different things pop up around the world, the opportunity to be, uh, at, at, like a tech ag center of the United States, if not the world, is an opportunity that Decatur has. Speaking of schools, we have uh, a beautiful young 7th grader sitting
8: in front of me along with her teacher, Sarah Nave. And I want to welcome you both to the show. Sarah, you're familiar with this, but I don't think um, our, our young um, student, uh, Micah Talbert, is your first time Talbert. Yeah. Well, welcome. <laughs> I, I love your smile. You're, um, you don't know this, but your, your teacher, uh, Sarah, and I have been talking about you, and she's been bragging on you quite a bit. You're, you're already a student leader in seventh grade. Congratulations. Thank
9: you.
8: Tell us about it, Sarah.
9: so Micah um, is one of those kids that um, I would call an upstander so we an we have up-steal. a bunch of, yeah we have a bunch of people that's how's that different than a high achiever? Uh, so an upstander doesn't just you know do what's right but they stand up for what's right and um, oh. we recently had a situation in our class where i wasn't um, I wasn't in the class um, I was out that day. And, um, another, um, student was, was being kind of picked on, um, and by, by an adult. And, um, Micah said, nope, <laughs> like, you're not going to do that and stood up for the student, which can be very difficult because, you know, we are taught to be respectful of, of those that are older than us and those that hold positions of power, like, you know, a, a teacher. And, um, she did what was right. And it, it just made me so proud. It made me, um, it made me so thankful to have, you know, that reminder that we, we do have an amazing group of young people coming up in the world. And the, the you know, the future can, can look scary. Um, but knowing that I've got kids like Micah in the future, I know we're going to be okay.
8: Wow, well, Micah, to be in seventh grade and, and stand up for a kid that's being bullied takes courage, takes a lot of courage. And, uh, you're already reaping the benefits of seeing, Well, all I did was help somebody, and now all these people noticed, and they were saying so many nice things about me. So that is a learning experience in itself for doing the right thing.
10: And it was an adult, too, so I was like, but that's like unfair that a grown old man is bullying a kid. Like, for what reason? Just wake up in the morning and be like, okay, I'm just going to bully a kid. Like
8: Really, a grumpy old man was bullying a kid? (laughs) Yeah. When you get to a certain age as a man... You go from being an adult to being a grumpy adult. And you're just going to learn that. They make movies about us. I'm probably one of them. (laughs) um, So tell us what you did.
10: So um, it was like early in the morning. I came in and me and my friend were like.
8: By the way, no names. Okay. Okay.
10: Me and my friend were having a good time and this dude was like so rude and we were like okay it's like early in the morning i get he has an attitude but it slowly and slowly progressed to get more racist because he was like really rude to like kids that weren't white and called us you people and stuff and um one of my friends was helping with attendance and he got all snappy at him and started yelling at him for no reason and i was like okay like that's not cool Chill a little bit, and he wasn't even doing anything to you.
8: So like, yeah. So did you just dis- did you disarm the situation? Did he back off?
10: No, because then he started <laughs> coming
8: for me. <laughs> That's the risk you take. That's where the courage comes in.
10: And then I was starting to feel uncomfortable, so I asked him if I could leave, and he wouldn't let me leave.
9: And what do you mean? Like I wanted to leave the room. Because To like, remove herself from the situation. Was this yeah. a teacher? It was somebody who had stepped in for um, the role Assistant. of an adult. It just for the, for the moment. Yeah, so. Substitute. Sh- we'll, we'll just call it somebody who was in the room, you know, acting as an adult in the room for that moment. Well, that's even a bigger risk. Not somebody who is in, directly involved with,
8: with the district. Nonetheless, you uh, somehow got out of it.
10: Yeah.
8: And you didn't get in trouble.
10: We just stopped talking to him
9: and we just, at that point, we were just ignoring him. Hmm. I think it's just a very important life lesson. Um, and we had the conversation the next day when I had returned that, you know, you, when you walk through life, you don't know, you know, who you're going to meet on a day to day or a minute to minute basis. And, you know, being the best version of you and standing up for what's right and just being a good person and a kind human, which is what Micah is, um, is what's most important. Um, And you can't appease everybody. You can't, you know, things aren't going to always go your way. But as long as you did what was right in that situation, then that is all that I can ask as as your
8: teacher. And you they- know, it amazes me about this whole conversation. That's not why you're here. No, you're here to talk about a, food, I mean, a, a book drive that you're going to do. But the fact that your teacher brings this up about you, and you know, in her job, she'd be better off not talking about it because it doesn't make that particular day at school look so good. But she is so proud of you of doing what you did to highlight that on the radio. It says a lot about Um, Ms. Nave, and um, I I just applaud you for for letting us know about that, because that's not what we were going to talk
9: about. No, no, Micah is wonderful and, you know, her drive and, and, you know, um, her desire to just be a, a decent human has leaked into this project that we have, have created for all students, all children of Macon County, regardless of age. So, PBL night, right? Yes. Talk about PBL night. So, um, Dennis Lab is project-based learning. Um, with the pandemic, it was very difficult to get that community engagement. Um, and so we're kind of like shaking the pandemic off here and dusting out the books. And we wanted to do something big because, you know, my, my whole thing is go big or go home. And so, um, (laughs) we decided to take something that we could have done on a very small scale just with our school. And we decided, no, we're not going to do Decatur Public Schools. We're not going to do Decatur. We're going to do Macon County. And, um, Our students um, did some research about the literacy rates in Macon County, um, and I had to explain to them what those percentages mean. And, you know, when you look at 17% of, you know, adults in Macon County have over um, like a a 12th grade reading level, Um, it's... It's a little, it's ennerving. Um, and we know that the love for reading doesn't start when you are an adult.
8: It's a teacher, fostered. Let me, let me ask you a yeah. question. I love the fact that you, you're you trying to get books. Yes. But books versus technology. Is there a, 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 a different value for the kids to be reading books versus reading a book on their phone?
9: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Reading isn't de- just um, something you do with your eyes. It's something you do. It's your whole body. And being able to feel the pages, being able to look at the pictures, and being able to detach yourself from that technology um, is very important. Um, now, we do read books on our on our, um, on our phones and our devices. But we also know that there are a lot of children in Macon County that do not have access to those devices. Um, but everybody can get a library card. Everybody can go to the library. Not everybody has the ability to do so. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to be able to bring the physical book
8: to the child. And so that is what we are doing. So I know for a fact, because I have three kids, in our house alone we have hundreds of books.
9: I'll be there right after this uh, the show. I've got to talk to my wife about it. <laughs> that is fine. <laughs> some of these are
8: some of these are sentimentally attached. I to, don't need those. But there are others. I'm sure we would love to move out because mm-hmm. you you know we don't. Although we have grandkids now. but even my kids have books that they're ready to unload. Right. Matter of fact, my daughter said, "Anybody else in the family? Here are the pictures of all my books. If you want them, take them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're going." So this is you've hit on a big thing here. You could get a lot of books out of this if we get the word out. How do you feel about it? I
10: mean, it sounds really cool because, like, I don't know, because just, like, all of those little kids who, like, won't read when they're little, like, don't have access to books. And then as they grow up and they don't have, like, a good reading level or they just plain can't read, it's, it, it's a little sad. Like, It's very sad. Yeah. So... I'm excited that.
8: um, Yeah, because how much reading? There's quite a bit of reading done before kindergarten. Oh, absolutely. Children
9: who who are read to um, by kindergarten, um, they have heard over 2 million more words than a child who hasn't. And... um, you know, we talk about these, these children who, you know, I teach seventh and eighth grade and we talk about children who are in seventh and eighth grade across Macon County who are reading at third and fourth grade reading levels. Well, that didn't happen because of the pandemic. That happened because they were already, you know, below level because they were not, you know, they're not fostering that love of reading at such a young age.
8: Michael, what kind of books are you reading? Um, like Harry Potter type?
9: No, not really. What, what are some of your favorite books?
10: Um, Probably Wonder. Wonder? And um probably Wonder. How yeah. many books
8: do you think you've read so far in over, your life?
10: Over a thousand at least. Oh! Because, like, this is going to sound really nerdy, but, like, over COVID, I read, like, ten books a day. Oh, oh my no. goodness. And it kind of sucked that the library oh. was closed sometimes because I kept reading books over and over again. So I never thought of that. By heart.
8: You couldn't get to a library.
10: Yeah, it wasn't exactly the funnest time because I was getting bored of reading books over and over.
9: And oh. we actually at Dennis, I wound up bringing a bookshelf of mine from my classroom down into the vestibule um, that was accessible during school hours. Um, and I wound up, well. I wound up letting people borrow and then indefinitely keep because of COVID. We just didn't get things back. But over 250 of my books went out the door. And, you know, it hurt at first because I was like, man, that's a lot of books to just let go. But then I realized that, you know, those books, but they went to a great home. You know, they're yeah. they're being used. That's, that's perfect. Matter of fact, you want to donate them. Yeah, exactly. So this project yes how do people help so um we all have books at home um that you know we we got for gifts or you know we got you know from a school night or something that just aren't at the interest or the reading level of our children that we have at home i mean my kids are first grade and third grade and i know i've got books at home that are much too immature for my my children and their um Interest levels. And so, um, you know, we've got spring break coming up. We're asking people to go through their books, any books that are in good used condition or new. I mean, shoot, you want to go to Walmart and pick up a couple books, we will take those. Um, and we're asking people to box them up and drop them off to one of our drop-off locations. Our students have a really awesome system. It's where we basically throw books around our room for a solid 30 minutes and we organize them. Um, oh no, it pretty much looks just like books flying and throwing them into, getting them into, into some sort of a organization to add box. Yeah. It's, How many do you have now? What
7: would, would you say? You 100?
9: 100? I, oh, I would say we've got about maybe 250
8: to
7: 300 books. How many are we hoping for? At minimum, fifteen hundred. Wow! Hey, yeah. Kevin, out at uh, St. Teresa High School, if you go into the main mm-hmm. office, uh, you got to walk around some books that yep. are in boxes. Um, I'm
9: picking those up today.
7: Um, yeah, there's a nice pick up there collection cool. site. Uh, St. T. What and, do you think of this? Uh, this is exactly what needs to happen. Uh, learning as a, as a kid, when I was. Um, growing up, they had the book it program at pizza hut mm, yep. and we had the incentive. If we didn't even care about reading, we could get free pizza if we read. <laughs> and we had, we had reading is fundamental or riff where you could go and get a free book and we had book fairs and, and, you know, I'm not a person who reads um, books for entertainment. I, I don't read those at all, but I read every day. I read more than most people, whether it be news or how to do things or, uh, you know, just information and having that fundamental Understanding of how to gather information, how to process it, it is so important. I mean, there there can't be a more important uh, project as far as getting our kids going in the right direction. So this is amazing, and I'm I'm proud of you, and I think you're going to have great success. Mike, he's a teacher too. He's like he's like Miss Nave, Uh, so he knows what he's talking about.
8: Is what I'm trying to say. He probably looks better in a suit than I do. I don't
7: know if I've ever been in a suit.
8: (laughs) Yeah. There's never mind. I mean, <laughs> you know, you're, you're you're lucky to see him without a ball cap.
9: Hey, my students will tell you that the way I dress does definitely doesn't deter from the way you well, know, not only I teach
8: so. how you dress for school. You're a baker.
7: Yeah. Oh, did you make those carrots? I did. Oh, nice. Are they sugar cookies with they ice? They are. All right. Plug your bakery.
9: Um, well, um I own Nave's Noshery, which is just, you know, I have a professional kitchen out of my home. Um and it started during the pandemic because I figured if I was getting fat, everybody around me, or you know, around <laughs> me needed to as well. Um, but it actually started as a way for me to give back to the community during COVID. And so, um, the first six months of me doing this, um, a hundred percent of the profits that I was bringing in, um, was going to baking cookies for our fire departments and for oh, our nice. police departments. And I dropped off dozens of cookies to the health department and, you know, St. Mary's and I just, you know, these, these community organizations that were stretched so thin, um, and that they needed, they needed the recognition and the appreciation during the time. And it has metastasized into, um, you know, being able to provide, um, I'm going to be able to help send some students on our eighth grade field trip. We're able to use some of the, the funds that I'm bringing in to buy books for this event. So like, it's, it's been wonderful. It has really been wonderful.
8: Micah. See what it's going to be like when you're an adult, when you're smart and have a big heart like you have. You're going to turn out to be like Mrs. Nave. I know. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. You think you'd be a teacher or baker?
10: <laughs> um, what so do you want to do? I kind of want to be a teacher, but there was a middle school teacher who's like my second favorite, and she told me that it's really not worth it.
8: <laughs> oh, don't listen and to her.
10: I was like, and she was like, you should just be a lawyer, cause like you can just win and lie all the time and i was like
8: but i want to be a teacher win and lie all the time that's a little there's a word that's called cynical that's yeah. a little cynical yeah and uh i think that there's a good reason why she's your second favorite teacher stick with your first favorite teacher and i got a feeling she'd say be a teacher or you could be a lawyer and not lie. Hey, I
9: think, I think I know who she's talking about. And let me tell you, this is one of the best teachers, like to work with her. She had a bad experience she's with a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, but definitely we've got, we've got an amazing middle school team at Dennis. Um, and the teacher I think she's speaking about is hysterical and amazing okay. and just crap. So it. she's
7: really funny. Oh yeah. Hey Micah, have, have you ever had teachers that have changed your life in a positive way? Yeah. Yeah, and is that feeling pretty good? Yeah. Yeah, and you want to give that feeling to other people? Yeah. That, yeah. So let <laughs> follow your heart. If that's what you want to do, man, pass that on. Don't no, don't, don't let somebody sway you. Don't get okay? me wrong.
8: There's nothing wrong with capitalism either. You could you could use that brain and have a wonderful heart and make a lot of money. But it isn't by being a bad person, it's by being a good person.
9: I mean, look at, look at, you know, Howard Buffett in our area. I mean, he he is, I was just taking her along the wall of of fame, I call it, you know, down your hallway. And I pointed him out and I said, this is one man who has a ton of money and is using it to do some amazing things for our children. Did you point
8: out Nick or me? Uh, I'm sorry. Well, she doesn't know us <laughs> yet. Doesn't know me. They're like putting you on the spot. I,
9: th- I mean, I threw Tat out there, oh, and tat, you know, yeah. we got Shyler. Shout out to Shyler. She's egg. working. Yep. Yeah, and then Shyler's working with us on this project, and she's been instrumental to to us. So we appreciate her. Micah Talbert,
8: I am so happy to have gotten to meet you. Thank you. Appreciate you being here. And by yeah. the way, you did a great job.
10: I was nervous the whole time. I can
8: tell. But you got to, the, it's too bad this isn't TV, because you got the best smile
7: of anybody I've seen in a week.
10: If it was TV, I would not be here. I would
7: be <laughs> in my bed asleep. I'll tell you what, Micah, we're going to be watching for you, you know, as you go on through your career and do some wonderful things. You're now on our radar. Yeah, you just, you've just just been on a,
8: a radio show for almost a half hour, so now you got public speaking skills. You don't even know it.
9: How lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody who wants to help out um you know go through your books look for those books that um are you know, not, you know, the ones that you picked up at a garage sale 27 years gently ago, used. but you gently use, you know, something that the pages are still white. Um, we've got several drop-off locations. I know DPS schools are um, on break, but we've got LSA collecting for us, Warrensburg-Latham Elementary School is collecting for us, St. Teresa Holy Family, Our Lady of Lourdes, um, PDI down um, on 601 North Church Street. Once we get these books, we are going to be sorting them by age. How much time age. do they have to get these books? Done? Um, we we are going to be collecting up until uh, the last week of March. The 22nd is yep. what our flyer says. Yep, the 22nd, last week of March, or right up to the last week of March. Give us some time to kind of go through stuff and um,
8: can they get a hold of you somehow?
9: Absolutely. Um, people can get a hold of me, um, via email. It's snave, N-A-V-E, at dps61.org. And if your child wants a book, wants a free book, if you want your children to pick out some free books, we are going to have a booth set up at Kids Fest this year, April 1st, downtown at the Civic Center. Tons of stuff, tons of amazing stuff for kids to do, and they get a free book, and it's going to show them that reading is fun and that they can have fun while doing it.
8: Okay, that's Sarah Nave. She's at Dennis Lab School. Which can, which building? Uh, I'm
9: at um, Mosaic, so that's the one on on West Main. Mm-hmm. Um, By if, Millican, right? Yes, yep. and I have had some community members reach out and say, my kids are grown, mm-hmm. we don't have any books left at home, how can we help? Um, we are accepting monetary jo- donations that can be um, sent to the school. Um, at 1499 West Main and that money is going to go toward being able to provide some of those newer fun books that you know some people just aren't ready to get rid of yet.
8: Okay it's time for a break awesome. and then Mark Tupper's right on uh, the heels of that so we'll take um, a short break. Here's Nick with the News Channel
7: 20 Storm
8: Team Weather Forecast. <laughs>
7: Today we've got a slight chance of rain and snow showers after 4 p.m. Cloudy, high of 40. Tonight a slight chance of rain and snow showers, mostly cloudy, low around 29. For Saturday, 40% chance of rain afternoon, mostly cloudy and a high near 44. And Sunday, mostly cloudy, high near 44 as well. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 34 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7:29, and this look at your weather brought to you by Eagle Ridge of Decatur.
1: This is RJ Crace with your stories now. The Macon County Conservation District invites you to an event celebrating women in conservation and forestry in celebration of Women's History Month. The event is tomorrow at two at Rock Springs Nature Center. Conservation District marketing specialist Ashton Nunn will be exploring the legacies of Rachel Carson, Hazel Johnson, and others integral to the natural resources field. The event is free and no registration is required. March is Severe Weather Preparedness Month. Illinois averages 53 tornadoes a year, and only three states average more twisters per square mile. The Illinois Emergency Management Agency has a family communications and preparedness plan online and a checklist of items to have at the ready. Find out more at nowdecatur.com, And find out more about lots of other stories, podcasts, and videos. Our website, once again, nowdecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. Former President Trump's invited to testify before a Manhattan grand jury next week. It's investigating hush money payments to women claiming they had affairs with him. That invitation is extended to potential defendants for a chance to answer questions before indictment.
3: If Trump himself is charged, it would be the first time a former president was indicted. Trump, who has consistently denied the affairs, posted to his social media platform that this is just another example of a weaponized justice system. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. California's been
1: hit with more rain on the coast, snow in the mountains. It's frightening,
2: and we've had a long winter as it was.
8: (laughs) Enough.
1: She's in South Lake Tahoe, California. Six people and an unborn baby are shot and killed at a Jehovah's Witnesses Hall in Hamburg, Germany. Police say the gunman, a former member, killed himself as officers stormed in and that eight people are wounded, including the mother of that unborn baby. The labor Deport, uh, department reports
6: looking to fall in love with your new home eagle ridge your affordable assisted lifestyle community is newly renovated and ready for you you can count on them to provide home cooked meals small group activities and visitations with family and friends they are currently accepting move-ins and there is no better time than to call them right now stop by 875 west mckinley or call 217-872-1282 that's 872-1282 they are an equal housing
0: opportunity lender. Hi, this is Amy from Gustafson & Associates. These days, changes to the tax laws happen fast and with little guidance. If you have questions about child tax credits, solar energy or electric vehicle credits, or taxation of your retirement benefits, you can trust the experts at Gustafson & Associates to answer your questions and prepare an accurate tax return. When you want to save time, money, and headaches, trust Gustafson & Associates to give you a hand. With our skill and knowledge of the latest tax laws, our experienced accountants will help you claim the deductions you are entitled to and make sure you get the biggest refund possible. Call 875-2500 and have the same person take care of your taxes every year. Someone you know and trust. Someone who is there to answer your questions all year long. Get the professionals who deliver personal service. Gustafson & Associates, 875-2500, located at 1525 East Hubbard Avenue in Decatur, on the corner of Woodford and Hubbard, directly across from Staley Credit Union.
7: It's time for the 2023 St. Teresa High School Mega Raffle. This annual fundraiser helps St. Teresa offer a faith-based education to students in the area. Tickets are now on sale, and you can have a chance to win $100,000. Take advantage of the special bundles by purchasing multiple tickets, increasing your odds of winning. Only 5,000 tickets will be sold. How would winning $100,000 change your life? Buy your tickets today by calling 217 875 795 Zero or online at
3: sttmega.com. Tupper on Sports on WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecator.com.
8: It's time for Mark Tupper, executive sports editor to Decatur Helder Review, retired, but still writing and broadcasting. Mark, you were right yesterday when You said this was going to be a tough game with the Illini. Tommy Brinkotter's in studio. He says they were shucking too many uh, three-pointers, and they just weren't going to win that way. And uh, three times down to Penn State, right?
11: Oh, exactly. I I don't know if there was anything all that surprising from the Illini last night at the Big Ten tournament. They lost uh, for the third time this season to Penn State. This time it was 79-76. 76 they they were what they are. They're a poor three-point shooting team. They were 6 of 21. That's 29%, a little less than 29%. They're a poor free-throw shooting team. They were 12 of 19 on a night when they needed every point they could get. Uh, and while they may have done a better job defending Jalen Pickett, who had 12 after scoring 61 in the first two meetings, uh, they left Andrew Funk open on the perimeter, completely open, and he had 6 of 9 from 3 and they let some guys blow right past them for some easy baskets. Uh, They did take advantage of their size, and they were effective when they posted Coleman Hawkins down low. They just should have done it more and then more and then more, Um, but it's kind of the recurring theme we've been talking about for weeks. Attack the rim, work inside, uh, because they're much more effective doing that than having Matthew Meyer go one for 15 from three the last two games, uh, both losses. So um, Illinois makes a a quick exit from the big 10 tournament. Now they await the NCAA tournament pairings on Sunday. Uh, I don't know, maybe a nine seed, uh, which would be a very difficult first game against an eight. And even if you were lucky enough to win that game, then you play a number one seed. So, you know, Honestly, personally, I think they're done winning basketball games this season. I think they've played themselves into a really rough spot, um, and it would take something dramatic and unforeseen uh, to save them from being one and done in the NCAA tournament. And um, and that was not the um, expectation when the season began. So you know, it's it's disappointing. Um, I know a lot of people are screaming for Brad Underwood to get fired. That will not happen. Um, You know, you have to understand when you start talking about firing people, and I learned this over many years of watching this, you better understand the relationship between the employee and the boss and if you don't understand that or take that into account then then you just don't understand how it works and and josh whitman likes brad brad's filled his stadium he's won 20 games four seasons in a row he's won more big 10 games than any other coach over that period of time but it's very disappointing this team in particular that they were not able to really gather any momentum as the season moved along here um and um, so you know he's not going to turn a blind eye to that. They'll have a conversation about it. And, um, and he wants them to get further in the NCAA tournament too. But the first step toward doing that is to play better in the regular season. So, um, there'll be conversation about that. Nobody will be happy with this result. Uh, it isn't over, you know, maybe they could surprise somebody, but, um, it is disappointing as it sits right now. No doubt about that.
8: Yeah. There isn't anybody more unhappy than Brad Underwood right now. So, uh, he the guy can recruit, so let's it, cut him a little bit of slack. They all loved him last year, so uh I'm still a Brad Underwood fan, but I can see the frustration right now. Hey, crazier things have happened in the, in, in March Madness, so maybe maybe they'll get hot. When we return, let's talk oh, a little more, right. yeah, Big Ten and and uh, the Cardinals and Coach Self. I understand he's in the hospital, but first, let's take a break for First National Bank, the quality bank now indicator. I'm Joe Springer, Vice President of Lending at First National Bank Indicator. When I joined the team at FNB, it was with the goal of helping make an impact in our community. From our downtown location, I've been able to meet with individuals looking to get a new car, a new home, or take on a new project. Every day I meet with business owners of all sides and help them secure financing to keep their business running smoothly or even expand. Working with so many people in Decatur has been the impact I was looking for. I'm Joe Springer. Come see me and our team at First National Bank Indicator.
7: First National Bank, the Quality Bank. Member FDIC, Fnbquality.com Well, Mark, college basketball
8: is on the top of everybody's mind. Not only Big Ten, but even Bill Self. And then we got the Cardinals.
11: That's exactly right. Uh, Just going back to the Big Ten tournament briefly, four quarterfinal games today uh, up at the United Center starting at 11 o'clock. First up is Rutgers against number one seed Purdue. Then at 1.30, it's Ohio State against Michigan State. At 5.30, it's Penn State against Northwestern, and at 8 o'clock tonight, it's Maryland against Indiana. The winners meet in a pair of semifinal games on Saturday, then the championship game on Sunday. Today's games are on the Big Ten Network. Saturday and Sunday's games are on CBS. Um, some scary news yesterday when we learned that former Illini head coach Bill Self had been hospitalized and would not be with Kansas for the Big 12 tournament uh, a lot of early conjecture that he had suffered a heart attack, but the University of Kansas has said that is not the case. Uh, nevertheless, uh, former Illini assistant Norm Roberts coached Kansas, past West Virginia yesterday. Uh, I'm sure Bill is hoping he will be cleared to rejoin the team for the NCAA tournament, where they where they will be one of the favorites. Uh, and in baseball, Kevin, the Cubs and Cardinals um, currently have the second-best records in their respective spring training leagues. The, the Cubs are 9-4 and four in the Cactus League in Arizona. The Cardinals are 7-4 and four in the Grapefruit League in Florida. The Cubs play the White Sox today, while the Cardinals um, take on the Mets. The Cardinals did not play yesterday, but the Cubs beat the Reds 8-6. to six. So that's a good game for me to look at the time of the game. There's 14 runs scored in that game. There were 17 base hits, so this was not like a one nothing pitcher duel. But um, we've talked about this with the new pitch clock rule. These games are really coming in uh, a lot shorter. They're really sailing along. And that game yesterday with 14 runs scored was completed in two hours, 23 minutes that is normal a year ago that's a three hour 10 minute game and um i would think that would make most fans happy i I have heard from some from some fans that say i don't i want these games to go longer (laughs) i like being at the ballpark and i want to i want to be entertained for three hours so you know whatever but i think most people especially younger people now um you know they Two hours, two and a half hours is is enough. That's enough. And uh, so the the pitch clock rule has certainly uh, changed the length of these games, no doubt. Well, you know, it's
8: just exciting to me to know that we're like 20 days away from opening day. This is this means uh, life can go on again.
11: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. That's I'll be here before we know it, my friend.
8: All right, you have a great weekend, Mark, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks, Kevin. All right. That's Mark Tupper, the great Mark Tupper. Tommy Brinkotter from Brinkotter Home Highlights is coming up in the next segment. But let's take a marquee coffee break first. Marquee coffee, the official drink of choice. For the discerning coffee drinkers
3: everywhere, the magic's in the beans. Need some motivation to pick up those running shoes or get the bike tuned up? Just listen in to Ride and Run each Tuesday morning on Buyers and Company. Kyle, owner of Fleet Feet, and Cole, owner of Spin City Cycles, will talk about how runners and cyclists are continuing their training, encouraging others, and sharing photos of their journey. Come in and shop at 1088 and 1090 Westwood, or shop online at FleetFeetDecatorIL.com or SpinCity.co. And listen in each Tuesday at 620.
0: Hi, Jan from
6: Toyota speaking. Jan, I heard it's a good time to buy a Toyota. Sure is. From now until
0: April 4th, you can shop all your favorites like Corolla, RAV4, Sequoia, and more. Imagine yourself in a new Tundra where. You stopped by the home improvement store and finally built that
6: treehouse you promised your daughter.
7: Sarah? When did you hop on the call? Hi,
2: Dad.
6: Mom said you were taking too long on the phone.
7: Toyota. Let's go places.
8: See your participating Toyota dealer for details. Dealer inventory may vary. Huff Lumber and Home Specialties.
2: For over 115 years, Anderson Windows and Doors has pioneered new products, set higher standards for our entire industry, and ultimately become America's premier window manufacturer. Couple that with Huff Lumber and Home Specialties, and you get a combination that brings you the highest quality products with the expertise to get the job done
7: right.
8: Huff Lumber.
3: Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. Welcome back
8: to Buyers and Company. Brian will be back on Monday. Took a couple of days off. Nick Smith is here. I'm Kevin Berhine. And speaking of the boss, we got Tom Brinkotter in the studio yeah. of Brinkotter Realty. Uh, not often that you're here, so it's great. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, it's good to be here. You had to get excited. He's talking about the Cardinals, yeah. Mark Tupper.
5: I, I went to Florida for four days. I wish I could have caught a spring training game, but I was on the the wrong side of the state.
8: Yeah, I was on that side too. Yeah, that's a good side.
5: Uh, it's fun. On to west go side. To, it's fun to go to spring training every once in a while.
8: Sue and I are going to go next year. Are you? Where Bri- whether Brian's going or not, she she actually wants to go. That's awesome. Yeah. So maybe we could coordinate a time. Yeah, my
5: wife loves baseball too. We love going to watch Cardinals play.
7: Nick, you ever been to spring training? No, I've never been to spring training. I've been to some, do it. I, You know, I'd love to. Uh, I'll probably be here in the uh, master control room while you guys are down there. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I love baseball and I love getting to go watch the Cardinals. Uh, it's not my, you know, I don't have a, a huge loyalty to them, but man, you can appreciate good baseball and a good day at the park. It's so much fun. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, Tom, um,
8: you got a really good looking house on. 6421 Girard Court that I'm looking at here, and it's like out in the middle of the country.
5: No, this Where is Girard Court. At? This is really, it's 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 on a two-acre lot, but it's on Girard Court, which is a private little street in Long Creek. So if you go out 36 East, um, out there uh, past uh, the airport road, you, you'll come to Long Creek Road, take Long Creek Road south, And you'll hit Majors Lane and then that will run into a little street called Girard Court. Um, it's a two acre lot. It's, this house is, it's listed by Jenny Lambden of our office at 6421 Girard. She's terrific. Yeah, she is. She's a great realtor. Um, and full of energy all the time. Um, but this is 3,300 square feet finished, Kevin. Uh, two stories. It's four bedrooms, three and a half baths. Um, one of the, are those wood floors? They are all wood floors, wow. uh, in most of the house. There's no carpet in this house, so you don't have to worry about changing out carpet or, or cleaning this as... You wouldn't want to touch these floors. Right. It's scraped wood floors throughout. Uh, it's an open concept. The house is light and bright. I actually showed it yesterday to a potential uh purchaser um it's got a big sunroom a uh, four season room on the back right off of the kitchen dining area That's Not- the room
7: I I'm sorry to interrupt you there I do my homework so I get yeah. I get sent this link of what we're going to highlight and I'll go through and I look at it and and they pick gyms. you guys are you guys are hitting it out of the park in what you're picking but uh, every time something sticks out and it for me it's that sunroom yeah. uh you know the floors are great you you mentioned open concept Every room is huge. It's not one of those carved and cut up houses, but that sunroom, and there's a room in this house, Tom, uh, I'm not telling you, you've been there, yep. that makes, that swallows a pool table. I mean, a pool yeah. table looks like a little blip on the radar in the openness of, of that particular room.
5: You, you know how you go in a basement and sometimes you can feel cl-, cl- Kind of closed in? Yeah. This basement is a walkout basement for one, but it has 12-foot ceilings. So it's very spacious down there. And the pool table actually
8: stays. So if you That's buy this home, you get a pool table. That's nice. a, it's a beautiful pool table. Yeah. L- look at the legs on that
5: thing. There's a creek at the back of the lot, uh, and you have a wooded view. There's no houses behind you, so you have privacy. But you're you're still close into town, and it's Mount
8: Zion Schools. And if you're anything like the Beverly Hillbillies, you could eat your dinner on that pool table. There you go. You know, use the sticks to pest the vittles. No, I mean, that's a neat-looking house.
5: It's a lot of house. It's been
8: modernized. It's a lot of house.
5: And when you look at the cost per square foot of this house, at list price, it's $122 a square foot. And I'm telling you, we have one of the most affordable housing markets there is. I was just down in southwest Florida, and the prices are crazy down there. So we have it really good. You can get a lot of house for your money in, in Decatur, Illinois.
7: Tom, uh, I have a friend that's looking right now to, to move to the community and said, man, the pickings are slim, uh, you know, because, well, you've, we've talked about the market every single week, you know, over the last few years. But it, it do you expect people being ready? Is there going to be a normal cycle of springtime uh, loading the market up a little bit more? Or what are you expecting? Uh,
5: what Right now, as of this morning, there's 95 homes for sale in the entire county. Um, that is extremely low. It's mm-hmm. as low as it's ever been. Um, that number should be in a normal market, three to four hundred homes. Um, I think we're, we're gonna go through 2023 still at very low inventory levels. Uh, and the reason I say that is if you look at, at home ownership, about 70% of people that own homes have an interest rate right now that's four percent or below. Uh, and current rates are around seven or a little higher than that. So we do have homes coming on the market like this home, but they're not lasting. Um, we still are about sixty percent of the homes are being sold in less than 30 days. so when a, there's buyers out there, it's a great time to sell your home because there's not much competition for your listing.
8: four hundred five thousand that's a that's a bargain yeah, I think and the, on four hundred five thousand are only paying six sixty five hundred dollars in taxes. You know, that, that's a key. Uh, you go down, like you were talking about in Florida? Yeah. Phew, property taxes. I mean, because prices are so high.
5: Yeah, I mean, uh, it, there's just a regular home down there. Uh, I was in Naples. A regular home. 2,000 square foot ranch on a slab. Over a million dollars.
8: And the offset here on a house like this is the land. Two acres. Look, in this picture looks like four acres. And it's... It's just a beautiful home that's been well taken care of.
5: Yeah, you can go to com, take a virtual tour of it, see the floor plan, see the pictures. I believe there's also a 3-D walkthrough on this one. You can actually tour the home without being there.
7: Yeah, all you have to do, too, is just type in 6421. It will yeah. it will pre-populate. You don't even need to remember Gerard or know how to spell it. If you remember 6421, you can go right to it. This website's slick and easy. Um, down at... After the pictures, if you take take the time to scroll past the pictures, you can get the, the baseball card stats of it was built in 99. Here's, you know, here's what your taxes would be. You could even simulate, um, you know, what your payment would be with how much down and what rate you would get. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, one page and then the phone numbers at the top. And Jenny Landum, your realtor in this particular
8: home, she's been in the business. I know it's got to be 25 years or more. Oh, yeah. Jenny's...
5: Jenny is just a, a wonderful person and a great realtor. She is... Uh, Pretty aggressive. Well, she, she's, she does what's right for her clients, and she fights for her clients, and that's what you want in an agent. She works hard. You want somebody on your side, and, and Jenny is top-notch.
8: I think she sold my son two homes. Has I mean, she? Yeah, they're, they're good friends. Oh, I yeah. Mean, she becomes... She becomes a friend yep. because you really trust her.
5: Absolutely. She's a great person.
8: You've got a lot of people like that at your place.
5: We do. Um, you know, we're, we're proud of our agents, and we, we strive to, to be the best at what we do. Um, I just instituted a, a new training program, and some of our existing agents are going through it. And anybody new that comes in, we put them through an eight-week training program. And it's really important to us um, that our agents are educated. Um, and we're very proud of the fact that, that they all are very conscientious and want to get that education.
8: You know, when you buy a home, it's probably one of the most, most the biggest thing you might do in your entire life is yeah. buy a piece of property right. at the you know, cost of a home, like $400 plus, and you really got to trust your realtor. You really can't make a bad decision. You got to analyze those decisions, and a good realtor like Jenny, like Terry, uh, i oh, yeah. I go down a whole list, yeah, I mean, you just feel good about your decision when it's over that's right and and what a lot of
5: people don't realize, Kevin, is a realtor's job is more than putting a sign in the yard and putting the house on the Internet. A lot of their jobs happens once the contract is negotiated and signed. you got to get appraisal. you got to get inspections. you got to negotiate a repair addendum. you got to get title work done. Any number of things can pop up, and that realtor is going to be on your side and handle that for you.
8: Well, you know, you say in a hot market, you know, houses go fast. A lot of people say, well, I'm going to sell without a realtor. I say that's a bad idea for what you just said. I mean, there's a lot that goes in to the paperwork, to the filing of the titles, um, the title insurance. Exactly. there's so much legal stuff. The that other, that you need. the other thing is,
5: is if you're going to sell your home, wouldn't you want to get the most money that you could possibly get for it? Of course. Right. So how do you do that? You expose it to as many people as you possibly can. And brinkotter.com is how you do that in this market because it's a very popular website. The traffic is through the roof on that site and, and people, what they do is they sign up, Nick, they sign up, put their, Uh, email in and they can set up a search where a new listing comes into our website that matches their search criteria, it will automatically email them that listing.
8: And uh, Tommy, you deserve a ton of credit for that because you brought the technology to Brink Otters. I know when you came back, um, Carla said, Tom, Bring us into technology, and you did it.
5: Kevin, that was 22 years ago.
8: And now look at how it evolved.
5: Yeah, we, we started drawing floor plans in this market. Yeah, I think you were the first guy with
8: a drone indicator.
5: Oh, I don't know if I was the first guy with a drone, but we were absolute, We were the first to, to use it in real estate. And we were chomping at the bit, waiting to get those drones out. But we had to wait till they, they did the licensing. The pilot Be, licensing. Yeah, you, you, that didn't happen. I think it happened in September of 2016 when that happened. But we were ready to go. We just couldn't do it until they got the law wrote
7: written. That, that's exactly right, yeah. Kevin. I'm going to sneak one more question in before we have to get to our break. Tom, you were mentioning that the market, uh, you know, a lot of people and a majority of people in homes that are at two, three, four percent. Yep. And maybe they're afraid to to move into another house because it's now six, seven, whatever. Right. For those that are not in those low rates. Isn't six, seven probably going to be pretty sweet?
5: Well, if you look over time, Nick, your average interest rate is going to be between eight and nine percent. Seven percent, six, seven percent is not a horrible interest rate. It's still very, very affordable. I will say if you're in the market to buy, you, in this market with very low inventory, there's still competition for these homes, and we're still seeing multiple offers. So get your pre-approval. Call your realtor, call your mortgage uh, banker, and get a pre-approval and be ready to go when the house that that, uh, you like comes up. The other thing I will tell you is be in constant contact with your agent because the agents know what's coming up before it actually hits the MLS. So they may got a call, hey, I'm thinking about listing my house, they know three buyers that might be interested in that. So that's in this market, you gotta have a realtor and you gotta be pre-approved and ready to go. All right, Tommy. Hey, let's go to a ball game this year. I'd love to. That'd be fun. I'm always up for a ball game. Yeah. Cardinals are gonna be good. Yeah, I think so. Um I'm not I've not followed it really closely this spring, Kevin. I've been really busy. Um I know they got a new rule about throwing over to first base. You no, they know got all kinds it, of yeah, new rules it's that crazy. cut the game short, yeah.
8: and I think they're good. I hope you it know, keeps things moving. Yep. All right, that's a great time. Brink Goddard, thanks for all you do in this community, sir. And Thank you. uh And, Nick, why don't we do one more, uh, one of these Channel 20 Storm Team weather forecasts before we uh, go to our next guest.
7: Today, we've got a slight chance of rain and snow showers after 4 p.m., cloudy and a high near 40. Tonight, a slight chance of rain and snow, mostly cloudy, low of 29. For Saturday, 40% chance of rain afternoon, mostly cloudy and a high of 44. Sunday's mostly cloudy, high near 44 as well. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 34 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.56. This Look at Your Weather, it's brought to you by Brentlinger and Earl Funeral Homes.
1: Sure, it's not the easiest topic to discuss with your loved ones, but Brintlinger and Earl can help guide you through the talk of a lifetime and pre-plan for the unexpected. It's a hard topic, but so very important. Pre-planning your funeral arrangements can help relieve the burden on your family during an already difficult time. It ensures that your wishes are carried out exactly as you want them to be, and that your unique life and values are reflected. It's never too early to start planning with your loved ones. Just visit Brintlinger and dot. To find out more.
3: Keeping up with the latest news is more important than ever. Luckily, you can listen to WSOY on all your devices, courtesy of Hickory Point Bank. Stream live programming to your phone, tablet, or computer, or activate the WSOY skill on your Amazon Echo. Just say, the first time, Alexa, enable WSOY skill. Then after that, say, Alexa, open WSOY. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com.
7: You know, we have some time to kill. We could just listen to the whole song. Not in one minute. <laughs> Bruce tends to drag it out a little.
8: Yeah. I talked to Spirits in the Night, eight minutes. He's up there with the Allman Brothers. And they don't even sing. That's right. <laughs> in that particular song. Referring to... uh um, was it Jessica? I, I I don't know. Yeah.
7: Well, anyway, th- th- I love Tom. Uh, yeah, a w- w- very nice man, a very smart, very smart guy. Certainly can read the market, read what the industry is doing, and he's adapting and adding services and streamlining. And ad- I mean, he has got his finger on his business in a way that many don't. And he's out there showing houses for his, yeah. his agents. Mm-hmm. What a what a boss. Yeah, he's a good guy.
8: Well, uh, we have Angela coming up from the YMCA. It's going to be fun. We just got a live strong program that we're going to talk about. And uh, we'll do all that. And then uh, Nicole Bateman will be in in the second half hour. So it's all good. More right after this.
3: We're everywhere you are. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com.
1: This is R.J. Krace with your stories now. The Decatur Area Arts Council grant program has awarded financial support to four organizations or events that help promote the arts. For this grant round, Pipe Dreams Studio Theater, Milliken School of Theater and Dance, Barn Colony Artists and Sangamon Valley High School were awarded grants. The next grant deadline is May 1st. March is Problem Gambling Awareness Month. The Illinois Lottery reminds us help is available. Some signs of a gambling problem include lying about the habit and needing to borrow money because of losses. It's estimated that more than a million people in Illinois either have an issue with gambling or are at risk of developing a problem. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, you can call one 8
0: You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.